This is Intersections from WFYI, a reporting project on the root causes of violent crime. I'm Ryan Delaney. Along with this reporting assignment, I also covered the mayor's race here in Indianapolis last fall, and so a line on public safety from the guy that ended up winning got hammered into my head. Joe Hogsett wanted to return to community policing, so every officer would know his neighborhood, and every neighborhood would know its officer. But data-driven policing has long replaced that bucolic idea of neighborhood beat cops. Resources are too tight. But in one of Indianapolis's most distressed neighborhoods, one of the city's six focus areas for its outsized rates of crime and poverty, a church is doing that on its own. They hired their own cop, and I've been riding along with him. There's one of those name tag stickers on the visor. It says Adam, and then underneath is written the word authentic. Based upon our desire to have authentic relationships with people. I don't want to be the kind of officer that just, you know, spends a couple of minutes pretending like I care. I'd rather be the guy that people remember and, you know, can be called upon and takes a little more time than just what's required. Adam Perkins is an Indianapolis police officer with an original assignment. He's been patrolling the Near East Side since last June. Adam Perkins. Just a few weeks before I got in the squad car with him the first time. It's a big geographic area on a map. When you get out and start driving it, it gets small pretty quick. And it's sad that it's there's so much activity concentrated in that rather small geographic area. The geographic area is one public safety officials in the city labeled last year as being among the city's most distressed. Homicide, poverty, drug addiction, all significantly more prevalent on these blocks than nearly all the rest of the city. It's hard to drive down some of these streets and see the little little bitty kids coming out of a house that uh, you want to put your own family in. Perkins is a fully sworn IMPD officer, but an employee of the Shepherd Community Center. His patrolling the neighborhood is just one part of a big plan from the faith-based center to improve life in the surrounding Near East Side. So this job was posted, and um, I read the job description, and I'm like, well, this is, this is me. It's like I wrote the job description. You know, the entrance into law enforcement came not necessarily by this lifelong dream of being a cop. It came more out of, you know, it was a calling, you know, something that that uh, I believe I was called to do, called to serve people. Um, and this was just the medium that was used to, to do that. City officials readily admit IMPD officers are overloaded with too little time to form relationships within their patrol zones. Perkins isn't at the beck and call of 911 dispatchers, so he's able to respond to runs that catch his ear. I'm able to be selective in what it is that I go on. And so th- this has allowed me to, you know, just slow down a little bit and to uh, spend the extra time. This job is more about making relationships than arrests. Going out with Perkins over and over for the past eight months has allowed me to witness that process. One of the first weeks out, he drove me down a block of Bradley Street. 
This is the block, the epicenter of the hot zone. It's a terribly bumpy brick road. So Bradley, the street we're on now, is, it's a tough one. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, activity seems to come by this way. And as you roll through, you'll notice that many of these homes are not occupied. In his early days on the beat, it was a lived-in house on Bradley that caught his eye. Did you notice the pirate flag at the beginning of Bradley? Uh, no, I don't think I did. That's become one of those images for me that I took. I actually pulled over and took a picture the first couple of days I was out in the neighborhood because it just kind of sets the tone for the whole block. You know, here's a visible reason why this is attractive for criminal activity. Perkins has seen the criminal activity that plagues this neighborhood. He's seen people shot and people killed. Residents have complained often to him about prostitution, and he's been surrounded by the opioid epidemic. Put sickle 69 on that. The man lived, revived by paramedics. But there have been days when Perkins responds to more than one fatal overdose. I asked him once if what he's seeing every day is what he expected when he began. The, the drug epidemic, I wasn't necessarily prepared for, um, as, as bad as it is. I, I just, you see it, you hear it, you feel it um, when you're dealing with some of these families. Perkins has gotten to know those families as he tries to introduce himself and give out his phone number to as many as he can. City officials want to put more cops on the streets like Perkins. Later this spring, IMPD will begin a transition to beat policing with an emphasis on the focus areas. Perkins' patrol car has already evolved again. A paramedic often rides with him now. It allows faster medical responses to shootings or overdoses and a chance to work to resolve health issues as well. People in the neighborhood call them Batman and Robin. One afternoon over the winter, we again rolled down Bradley Street the one Perkins has taken a special interest in. I think the first time I brought you uh, down this street, I said this, this pirate flag just kind of sets the tone for, uh, for the block. Um, and now I could tell you his first and last name and his soon-to-be wife's uh, name and his children's names. And I can tell you we've been intimately involved in his life. Turns out he's an artist, not an outlaw, and he's gotten involved in an art program at Shepherd. Perkins is getting more involved, too. This neighborhood is no longer just a job for Perkins. It's now home. A few months ago, his family moved from Hamilton County to a house a few miles from the church they now attend. He and his wife decided that if Perkins was going to devote his days to making life in this neighborhood better, the family should go all in. During lunch at a noisy Mexican restaurant after Easter services, I talked with Perkins' wife, Terry, about the decision her husband made to patrol a neighborhood with a homicide rate three times the city average. It's something that is it's on my mind a lot, but God forbid if anything ever did happen. I know that he was serving people that he loved, and he's doing it with a grateful heart. I asked Perkins about Bradley Street again on our last ride together. The epicenter, or at least the epitome of the Near East Side struggle, all the same homes are still boarded up. But Perkins says, as he's gotten to know those living there, there's more communication with police. Some problem residents have left, and the criminal activity has begun to subside. We still got a couple of problems left on Bradley, but most of that block has just 
completely quieted down. Bradley and the whole Near East Side still has a long way to go. Are we going to have these dynamic um, chart-topping results six months into doing something different? No, we're not. This is a long-term uh, approach. Hope is such a big part of this for Perkins. We haven't lost hope on that street. What do you think it can make a comeback? He hasn't lost it, saying he's committed to this neighborhood for the long term. And his hope is to convince the neighbors to do the same. You can find pictures of my ride-alongs with Officer Perkins and the rest of our reporting at wfyi.org intersections. Intersections is a project of WFYI Public Media in Indianapolis. I'm Ryan Delaney. Thanks for listening.